Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So very, very happy to be with you today. Wherever you are, I hope you are allowing the sunshine to smile on your face, to feel the greatness of this day, to feel grateful for waking up to this day and for making a choice to start your day, knowing that you want to be in alignment with all of the goodness that is possible. Today, I started my day in a very interesting way. So my husband, when he is able to schedule it, because of COVID, everything has to be scheduled, he was able to schedule a swim very early this morning. And so he was off before the six o'clock hour to go to the pool to swim. So I woke up a little bit then. And I was sort of you know, being in between awake and asleep. And I heard my phone buzz. Like, is that my phone? I think that's my phone. When my phone buzzes in the six o'clock hour, the first thought that I have is my mother. Is she okay? Because she's 91. She's in an assisted living facility. You know, she's a bit fragile. So, you know, you go to the worry space. There's something wrong, something wrong with mom. And then I look and I see it's my neighbor. I go, oh, it's about 6 a.m. Is she okay? Is something wrong? And you have that question. Is something wrong when, uh, when a call comes early? And so I wake up, I answer the phone, and she's speaking in whispered tones. Like, Are you okay? Oh, yes, I'm okay, she says. So then I breathe a sigh of relief. She's okay. And she's going to let me know whatever it is that's going on. But I know that there's peace around it because she says she's okay. And then this lovely neighbor of mine, Leslie, tells me some great news. And it's her business, so I'm not going to share what the news is. But she called to share great news that she had not even given herself permission to dream about, say, a year ago, before COVID. And not only had she given herself permission to dream about this great news for her life, she went for it and made it happen. And she was calling to tell me that, to say thank you for these broadcasts, for Dream Leapers Inspiration. She said that she has been tuned in since I started doing them, which was in April of last year, just a couple of weeks into the lockdown, quarantine. And I've been hosting them. First, it was every day. And then it was a couple of days a week, and now once a week. That feels like the right pacing for now. And she's been with me on this journey of exploring how we can inspire one another and choose to leap into our dreams. And I could not be happier than to hear that my dear friend Leslie made the choice to leap into one of her dreams. Something that she had not envisioned was even possible a year ago. 
And I wanted to share that because for lots of reasons. A, what happens when the phone rings? When it's at an off time, it's early in the morning, it's late at night, during these times. So for me, like I said, the, at first, there's a slight bit of panic, something's wrong. And what it actually was, was something's amazing and great. And so I'm going to work on my attitude about what, how do you approach a moment? You know, you, we can't predict what is next, but rather than having any bit of dread about a call at an unusual time, why not assume the positive? This is going to be something great. Or even if it's something challenging, I'm up for the challenge. Now, to be fair, I was up for the challenge, even if it had been something that was unpleasant. But attitude-wise, I don't know if I was. Do you know what I mean? When, when you don't know what's going to happen, when you don't know what's next and something comes at you in a different way, how do you react? Think about that. If you get a call at 6 o'clock in the morning and you don't normally get a call at that time, how do you react? If you get a call at 1 o'clock in the morning, you know, you're, you're normally asleep. And you get a call. How do you react? Do you have a feeling of panic? Do you have a feeling of dread? Do you have a feeling of being present and capable of just being fully present in that moment? I want to work more on just being present. Now, I think I was fine. I think that our engagement was great. After moments after I heard everything's okay, then I could take a deep breath and listen and hear the joy in my friend's voice because she had made a dream come true. And that she was sharing with me that I had some part in helping her, nudging her on to make this dream come true. And how grateful I am for that. But just in that one moment, there's so many things to look at. So many things. And, and as I was contemplating it this morning, getting ready to engage with all of you. And I'm sure too, my dear friend Leslie, who joins every time, is how can we show up in each moment? How do we do that? How do we show up? I talked a lot here about being fully present. What does that look like and feel like? And what is the attitude of that? There's so many things to think about in processing how we show up in the moment. And I want, I wrote for this broadcast that I wanted us to think about standing in our power. What does that look like to stand in your power? It doesn't mean that we become immune to the challenges of life, not at all. But it can mean that we show up strong, that we engage the fullness of who we are, and we recognize that whatever is happening, we're ready. We have the ability to rise to the occasion and to be fully present in that moment. So you see, I wore this ring. This, this is a, a Druzy amethyst. 
that my friend June Lay made for me many years ago. Um, beautiful young woman who's an incredible creative talent. And she made this ring for me. I wore it today. I have a collection of large rings and I call them my almighty Isis rings. Isis as the goddess, as the goddess in the great universe. When I was a child, there was a cartoon called Almighty Isis. Anybody remember that? So there's this incredible, I think, I think she's a Greek goddess. I can't remember. But what I remember about her is that she had supernatural powers. And how she got them was through her ring. So when it was time for her to go out into the universe and conquer whatever the malady was or to save people from uh, whatever challenge might be before them, she would hold her ring up to the sky. I'm holding it here so you can see what it would be up to the sky. She would hold her ring up to the sky. Almighty Isis. And then holding her ring up, the powers of the universe would come into her ring and then into her being. And then she was all powerful. She was scintillating with power. And I just love that as a child, uh, having this image of a female, of a woman, warrior, queen, um, who had the capability that she engaged from the heavens, that came into her being and had her scintillate with power. And then she used that power to help others. Stand in your power. This is for women and men. This is for all of us. What does it feel like when you do it? What happens to other people when you do it? What I gained, the gift that I was given this morning by that lovely wake-up call from Leslie was to say that in some way I had inspired her to leap into her dreams. And it wasn't just an idea, but it's something she manifested. And you know, I talk about this all the time. An hour a day, every day, working on your dream makes your dream come true. Saying it out loud so that you can get others to come together and support you makes such a huge difference. If you keep it to yourself, if you tell no one, if you are so shut down, that you don't talk about what's in your heart, then it's not possible for those doors to open where people can help you, where you find the alignment with others to get to that truth, to manifest that truth. And my friend Leslie said, not only did she talk to the right people and have her ears open so that she could listen and hear and learn, and build up the confidence and clarity to move forward, she took the steps that were necessary in order to manifest her dream. This is a gift. This is music to my ears, to know that there are those of you out there who are becoming inspired by this engagement that we have together every week and who are taking steps to make it happen. That's what it's all about. You know, uh, most of us, I'm sure, have gone to many speaking engagements, many events, and we 
sit in the audience and you listen to people talk and you feel so good after. And I've been on many of those stages as a speaker. But I want it to be more than that. I do not want it to just be that you feel good because you listen to something. You feel good because you went to a concert and it stirred your soul. At this stage in life, we need to take that good feeling and turn it into action for ourselves, for our communities, for our families. We have to be able to do that. Think about it. We are hopefully, at least some of us, at the tail end of the devastation of COVID. And I say some of us because our brothers and sisters in India are in the height of it again. In Canada, in some parts of Canada, in the height of it again. So we are certainly, um, until the world has COVID, you know, as a flat line, it isn't. But at least it's getting better in many parts of the world. But even during the worst of COVID, the challenge for us was, was and is to look for goodness, to look for the light, to figure out how we can still, especially during these times of challenge, claim our power, stand in our power, have our eyes open and figure out what we can do in order to take care of ourselves, take care of our bodies, our minds, our spirits, our families, our communities. And if you listen to people's stories, you will likely discover that this incredibly harrowing time of 14 plus months. While awful, there have been all kinds of incredibly positive things that have also occurred. And I think of my mother saying that no matter what the situation is, find the good in it. And that doesn't mean that you have on uh, so-called rose-colored glasses. It means that there's a lesson to be learned in every single thing that happens in life and there is goodness that can be extracted from even the worst situation. Now, I mentioned you before, but it's worth mentioning again. I interviewed a wonderful woman, Dr. Edith Eager, who was a Holocaust survivor. She's 95 years old. And yeah, 95. And she's a practicing clinical psychologist. You heard me? At 95, mind sharp as a tech. And she, I probably would talk about her forever, by the way, because she so inspired me. But as someone who saw her mother being marched to the death chamber in the gas chamber in Auschwitz, who as a 16-year-old girl lost everyone except for her sister, that she could find joy in life, that she could extract goodness in life, that she is happy, that she is vibrant, and that she helps other people to engage their happiness is pretty unbelievable. You know, when someone has gone through the worst and still, and, and witnessed it, and still finds the greatness in humanity, that's a choice. That is a choice. That is almighty ISIS. That's that's standing in your power like you can't even imagine. And because I listened to her talk about it and really took in 
her attitude, which was in this moment, this is the moment that you, you only have this moment, that sense of be here now. All you have is the moment that you're in. If you fully embody this moment, if you recognize it, if you stand in alignment with this moment where you are not the past, not the future, the present, then you can have peace in your heart. You can have the clarity of vision to see what's before you. You can choose to have a positive attitude in that moment. You can choose to let go of anything that's pulling at you that will be disturbing, distressing, that you cannot control. And she says she does it every day. It's that back to center, back to center, back to center. If she can do it, so can we. It's about inhabiting your power and recognizing that when you are inhabiting your power, you have the opportunity to choose what you are going to do now and next. And hopefully, if, you, if you've been practicing this long enough that you actually can see what is before you, then you make choices that are inspired by the truth. And you know, it's a funny thing, the truth. How can you figure out what is actually true? And we get tons of information these days that is distorting. One of the things that we know about the algorithms of the, uh, the internet and social media is once you demonstrate interest in a particular topic or way of thinking, that you're going to be guided further and further and further and further and further down that particular uh, line. And then suddenly, oh, why am I getting ads and, and posts and recommendations in a particular way? It's because of how social media was constructed. How can you unlock yourself from that one way and ensure that you are looking at everything you can so that you can glean what you need to know in order to figure out what the truth is? This is a really big challenge for people, even people who, who are committed to figuring it out because most of us get our content um, online these days. And so you have to dig and look and look beyond whatever you think is your natural way of looking. And guess what? It has to go past just being online. It's talking to people. It's communicating with other people and bouncing ideas off each other. We've talked a lot about how humanity, we want to be connected to each other. We need to be connected to each other. Truth of the matter is, we also need to be able to touch each other. And just now beginning that people can do that because if you're vaccinated, it's much safer for you to be out and about among other people. The truth. How do you figure out your truth? Research, keeping your eyes open, using your brain, really thinking through things. Does this make sense? What I'm looking at, what I'm hearing, 
Does this make sense? Does it make sense to me? Who can I bounce this idea off of to make sure, hmm, this is a good idea. This is a sound idea. And by the way, what if after a period of time you learn something that you didn't know before? You may need to amend your understanding of the truth. That's why flexibility is so important in power. It's not to stand in your power and be rigid. It's to stand in your power and be open and, and be aware. That scintillating power that I've talked about, that Almighty Isis brings down from the heavens, that scintillating power lives within you. The life force that scintillates within you, that keeps your eyes open, that keeps you paying attention, it keeps you taking action for yourself, for your life, for your future. If you connect to that and reconnect and connect and reconnect, then what happens? Then your eyes get wider and wider open. You get to see better because you're training yourself to see the truth. And Part of that, when we look at this in the context of manifesting our dreams, part of that is staying focused. Because how many dreams do you have? Now, I've talked to a few people who say they don't dream at all. I actually don't really believe that. I think we all do dream. We just may not be paying attention to what the dream is. But beyond that, beyond the ones who say they don't dream at all, Many of us have lots of dreams. And so then the question is, what do we, what will we choose to focus on? Because I have learned if you decide that, well, here are my four dreams and I'm going to work on all of them. It is so difficult to do that all at the same time because you need to focus your energy. It's better to choose one, focus on that, help that to manifest, check off every day that you have accomplished so that you can make that dream come true and then move on to the next. Doing, working on multiple dreams at one time, very difficult to be successful. So choose one. What do you choose to light upon now that you want to manifest? When you choose something and nurture it and pay attention every day, then you'll be like my friend Leslie who manifested a dream who's smiling this morning and sharing that smile with me. What have you manifested? So let's ask ourselves, over this period, which is more than a year, going on a year and a half of living in this new reality of you know, quarantine, of hunkering down, really looking at our lives differently, reassessing what's important, hopefully realigning when that was what we needed to tell ourselves to do. I've asked many times, what dream are you gonna manifest during this period? What did you do? Did you accomplish anything? Everybody who I'm talking to right now, is there something you could point to, you could write down and say, I accomplished this. When people say, what did you do during that COVID era for yourself? And you're able to go and say, I did this, I did this, I did this. But there's one thing, one really important thing that I did that 
is making my life better and perhaps others too. What is that? What is that? Ask yourself. And if you don't feel like you've done it yet, it's not too late. Every day that we wake up is another opportunity for us to manifest something great in our lives. And, you know, I, I say that because there, there are many people who don't wake up. Look, one thing that's promised is that. But while we have life, especially if you know that there will come a day when you won't take another breath, absolutely make this day count. You know, when I say that, I end with make it count, have a great day and make it count. That's how I end everything. What do I mean by that? Don't just wander through the day. Engage your ISIS powers. Engage those powers and say, I'm going to be conscious and intentional today. I'm going to make this day count by making steps, taking actions that manifest what my heart tells me that I should be doing. When you do that, and then it's time to go to sleep at night, before you go to sleep, you recount, what did I do today? What did I accomplish today? Was there someone that I helped? Was there a kind word, a kind action that I offered to someone else? Did I treat myself with kindness? Did I check off something on my list that I told myself was important and I accomplished it? Did I do that? All right, I'm going to read you. You know I found a lot of quotes. Anybody who thought I wasn't going to give you one, here we are. I found a lot. This one is, I think, perfect for this moment. It's by Louise Elhay. You have the power to heal your life, and you need to know that. We think so often that we are helpless, but we're not. We always have the power of our minds. Claim and consciously use your power. Let me read it again. You have the power to heal your life. And you need to know that. We think so often that we are helpless, but we're not. We always have the power of our minds. Claim and consciously use your power. So that scintillating power that I was talking about, that connection between you and God, that I, my little girl self, enjoyed through Almighty Isis. That's why I have my Isis rings. That those of you who may have joined late, Almighty Isis was this incredible character and um, from mythology, and she would raise her ring to the heavens. And the powers of the heavens would come into the ring and then enter her being. And then she was able to save those who needed saving and support the positive outcome of things happening in our world, especially when there's challenge. And so I'm using that image for all of us to say we can claim that power. And Louise Hay says that the power of the mind is something no one can take away from us. Dr. Edith Eager, the power of the mind is something that people cannot take away from us. The power of the mind and the heart cannot be taken from us. And Dr. Edith talked about it. Her mother said, what's in here, no one can take away. What's in your head, 
cannot be taken from you. What's in your mind cannot be taken from you. Dr. Louise Hay, same thing. What's in your mind is yours. And you can cultivate that. And you can use that to take positive action for your life. And so every one of us, no matter what we are going through, we need to understand that we have the power of choice, the ability to manifest greatness in our lives. It is a fact. And greatness sometimes is a little thing. Sometimes it's a huge thing. Sometimes it means that you make a tremendous pivot. You know, another person I'll tell you about, uh, my friend Michael Clark. When COVID began, you know, all of us are just about all of us working from home. And he and his wife and young son decided they were going to move home to somewhere else. And they moved to Mexico. And I, they're still there, working, living, thriving, safe, being kissed by the sun. They made that choice. I have another friend um, who's part of a group that I've been uh, coaching during this year, who moved to Colorado from New York. He had a tiny apartment in New York and said, this is my moment. I'm moving to Colorado because I always wanted to be in the mountains, I'm going. And and he discovered so much happiness. That's Mike. Oh, there's Michael and Mike, yeah. And I mean, there's so many stories I can tell you of people who during this period have made a pivot that it took bravery it it i'm sure was scary but they made choices that have made a tremendous impact for their lives and for others and the taking action now is what did it the drumming up the, the courage engaging personal power rallying the troops who can support them and sometimes pushing back when people are not supportive and you know that that burning desire within you that that your your heart opening is telling you now is the time for you to take action if you feel that now please don't squash it pay attention harvest it figure out what you're supposed to be doing Louise Hay says, you can heal yourself. Remember that. So many people feel that they cannot, but we have the power to change our lives. We have the power to rise above whatever the challenges are that may be before us and to choose another way if that's what's necessary. What are you going to choose? What is your superpower? What is it? Well, how are, you, how are you going to engage your superpower that allows you to scintillate with the energy of greatness that connects you to God and to the universe and to your own potential? What are you going to do? How are you going to engage that? Don't let this day go by without making the effort to be in alignment with your greatness and to work to make a dream come true. This is my blessing for you. This is my offering to you. And listen, 
you hear the music outside, this is my blessing to you. May you stand in your power. May you engage the greatness of the universe. May you allow it to scintillate within you and choose to leap into your dreams. Until next time, all my blessings to you. Have a great day and make it count. Namaste.